What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Sonny McFly, and this is No Funny Shit, the number one podcast. And this episode is a little special, guys. See, this spe- this episode is like a bonus episode. Um, right now, um, my co-host Mel is a little bit under the weather, and we were unable to do a recording this weekend. So I, I still wanted to put something out for you guys. So I decided to go back in the vault and fix up a little episode that got cut a little short and i'm here to just let you guys know that we still here and i'm gonna give you this little episode it's still good it's a goodie you know what i mean but before we get into this episode i want to shout out to our sponsor merchants and culture that's merchants and culture on instagram and they're a, a small boutique that, that specializes in skincare and all type of products so at Merchants and Culture, they have a, a variety of different skincare products. They have a expo- they have exfoliating face scrubs, uh, drying spot cream, tea face mist, see, uh, um, cordu- like corduroy serums, face moisturizer, all types of moisturizers, and they they carry a whole bunch of different brands. They have their Merchants and Culture brand. And they also have Golden Touch Beauty. And they also have another brand. It's called Unique Skincare. Yeah, so make sure you go over to Merchants and Culture on Instagram. That's M-E-R-C-H-A-N-T-S-N-C-U-L-T-U-R-E on Instagram. Go click the link in their bio. Check out the homepage. And make sure to support black businesses. But just like that, we're getting right into this episode. Thank you, guys. Good, everybody. It's your boy, Sonny McFly. That's Mel Cypher. And this is No Funny Shit. NFS. Give me a bit, my bro. What's good, man. bro? How's it going? What you up to? All right. Just finished eating. Okay. Just what you, uh, what you some sweet potatoes again. <laughs> some fried pork chops. Okay, you you eating swan? I'm eating fine. You did. I feel like I respect it. <clears throat> yeah, man. Sun and light, just to get through the night. Me. Worked out today. Did all the right things. Yeah. Yeah, cleaned the bathroom. Um, okay, okay. okay. Sounds like a productive me? day. On a no Monday, if you work out and clean the bathroom? No, that's, that sounds like Friday activities. That's what I'm saying. I'm hitting a million by Sunday. That's projected. Yeah, done. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yo, so I was thinking about I might uh I was thinking about adding chill in. Gonna add chill in later. How you feel about that? That sounds fine, man. Yeah, we could do that. But uh so how what was your how was your day, bro? You you worked out, you cleaned up, you worked up, you worked a little bit or not? My day was good. My day was good. Worked 
all day, brother. Still not done working. What you said? You said your day was good? Yes, sir. Worked all day. Still not done working. Oh, yeah? Nice. I like that. I like that for you. Um, no, yeah. So, me... Shit, regular shit, bro. I what you, what you today, did today? went to work. I went to work today. It was, uh, it was funny, um, random. So there's like this random crackhead that be, uh, he'd be riding his bike around and he, um, he'd be popping in and out. Like he'd be, when he pop up to my job, he'd be looking on the phone for clips. What? But yeah, but re- but recently he hasn't been finding clips because we'd be smoking in the van and we'd be smoking, um, We'd be ashing in the ashtray. So we just put the ash in the ashtray. <laughs> he went over there to press y'all. Like, yo, where the roaches? Nah, nah, nah. Well, nah, I actually offered them. So, like, he was there. I saw him lurking. And then he dipped. Cause he'd just be lurking and then he, he'd just keep going. Like, I guess he just know multiple places that have clips or whatever he's doing. Well, or, or actually it's just on his route to something else. But I'll get to that. So... <laughs> So um, he pop, he pull up on me. Well, I tell him, yo, come on, come here. Because I peep him looking, and he was about to ride off. I'm like, yo, I got that for you. Pull up. As soon as he pull up, nigga like, yo, throw muy inteligente, throw muy inteligente. I'm like, what? He's like, nah, yeah, because you know, but he mad rápido, nigga. Like, I could barely understand what he's saying. And he's just that talking that He's on something bad, but we'll get to that. So, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, Tomaki, I know what you're looking for. I hand him the ashtray. It's like a, so it's a car ashtray. It looks like a cup with like an ashtray on top, you know, the whole nine. You shake it, the the, the, the car ashtray. So um, I hand him the ashtray. He has it in his hands. He's like, yeah, yeah, yo. He's like, yo, throw it in the hands. Throw it in the hands. Tu sabe, tu sabe. He like, um, he he like, Dominican? Oh, yo, no, no, he's uh, he's Honduran. Uh, he's like, oh, but he's like a white Honduran, not white, but like Indian uh-huh. native. Yeah. Um. So he's like, oh, he looked like the he looked like the dude that was fighting the people from Wakanda in the second in the second part. Mm, nah, he looked like fucking. You know Chepe? Yeah. He looked like a like Chepe if he was cracked out. Damn. <laughs> That's uh, a rough life. But anyway, word. But anyway, back to it. So he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, yo, I'm a bro. He's he's talking so fast. He's like, yo, I'm gonna bring a, a act, I'm gonna bring a bucket of sand here. Leave it right there. He's pointing to that <laughs> So y'all can throw all the clips in there for me. And when I pop out, but he like, yo, I don't know if there's niggas around I know too that are smart and come over here to look for it. And then I'm just like, yo, this nigga is retarded. But then I'm just like, he's talking about all this bucket of sand shit. I'm like, yo, you can't take the ashtray with you, my nigga. <laughs> so he like, I'm like, yo, that might, that I'm like, that my answer real quick. I'm like, yo, give me the ashtray. So I take the ashtray. 
I uh, grabbed like a fucking like a, a random napkin. It's not even a big napkin. It's like one of them little napkins you get from like the burger spot. Like the right, little right, right. little ones. Yeah. So I open it up. I throw all the all the ashes, all the ash and clips in there. I give it to him, and he takes it right. And then he man hike. He talk about the. He talking about bringing the the thing again, and then he just ride off. Oh, and then he oh so. We were telling him, like, uh, Topi was telling him, like, enjoy Paisa. And then, like, I saw, like, a look in his face. Like, he's, like, just like Hondureño. You don't even know. He like, like what? He said, just like Hondureño. And then, uh, and then Topi's, like, oh. He's, like, Topi's, like, oh, we Dominicans. And then he, like, this say, this say. And then he, he got, like, a little weird face. And again, and he, like, he's, like, oh, I know you're Dominican. All the Dominican bitches be fucking with me. And then, he, and, and then he did, yeah, and then he just did, he just ride off <laughs> some funny shit, like a little random, like one-liner, and then he just ride off, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I think it said a one-liner, he ran off into the sunrise? Literally. Project. <laughs> so then, so then, uh, so then we smoking, oh, nigga, shit. I forget all about this shit, we smoking, like, probably like 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes go by, we start watching a million dollars worth of game interview, and then out of nowhere, this nigga just knock on my window, and he's oh. like, hey, oh, sorry, matter of fact, let me reverse, before all of that, once I offered him the clips, this nigga offered me sneakers, he asked me what's my shoe size, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm he offered good. you sneakers, so he offered you to take off your sneakers, sounded like he was no, trying he to jug you one time. That he offered me sneakers. He said, cause, cause I'm like, I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good. Da, 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 da. He's like, nah. He's like, yo, yo no tengo plata. And basically, yo, I don't have money or anything. But uh, basically, like, in this world, like, you know, like, one hand feeds the other. One hand wash the other. He's like, I got you. I'm going to get you some sneakers. I'm like, all right, bro, whatever. Ten and a half. And, but boom. <laughs> so the nigga come back. The nigga come back. He don't got no sneakers, but guess what he does have? Some crack. Oh, nigga, nigga, literally yes. Nigga, like, um, like yo, my friend. He like yo, panita. Yo consumo de esto también. And then he he covered his hand, and I have to like, I have to like uh get up a little bit because I'm in the driver's seat of a sprinter van. I have to like get up a little bit and like peek over, and I can see it like in his head. It looked like crack. But it also looked like, um, like you know, when Coke is like kind of condensed a little bit, that is like chalky a little bit. Like it's it's solid, but it's like broken up into other solid pieces. Right, right, so, right. Bro, bro, this nigga is riding a bike with, <clears throat> with raw Coke in his hand, or or something, some other substance. Like, like he, like it was, he ain't having it in the baggie or nothing. Nah, it wasn't a yak. It was straight up in the hand. Like, he for sure probably had, like, five oh, beans. Nigga, like, yo, here. He for sure getting high off contact off that shit. Nigga, then that nigga stopped. He had to, like, he had a big-ass garbage bag as the bag. And nigga, worth my mother. A big, but, like, the big, super, super deluxe garbage bag. Nigga, the fucking the heavy, heavy duty. Heavy the duty. Heavy, the, the heavy duty hefty Jones. I don't know where he got it from. Nigga was from the what? Nothing. It was empty. That's what he was gonna use for a baggie for the coke for like 
three grams of coke or or whatever it was. They <laughs> uh, had an eight, they had an eighteen gallon bag for point three ounces of coke. And he was <laughs> mad happy. To... I mean, he probably owned that goodie good. That's insane. It was funny because there was another delivery guy that had just pulled, ironically, like right before that, there was a delivery guy that pulled up and me and Tuppy looking at this nigga like, yo, this nigga mad happy though, bro. Like, what? Why he moving like that? He like, he tight, he keep forgetting shit. He like went off to a corner and he like, he was like holding his nose and then like he came back. It was, it was funny. Like, we were, me and Tuppy was just peeping the whole situation like, nah, the David Talao. And Dominican he, nigga. He did a whole movie for y'all. He did a whole movie and was laughing at him to the point where his, his partner, like, we saw his partner's frustration, like, damn, it's that month the day. His partner's frustration, that's hilarious. Facts, dude. It was funny. And, and we give you hot, too. It was just a coke day today. A lot of niggas was on coke. Because that it's nigga, the, came, it, he came up to us, and he was like, yo, he it's the first that he seen us smoking. Oh, yeah. It's the first of the month, yeah? Everybody just got their check. Everybody hustle. Everybody hustle just hit. You feel me? Yeah. Everybody everybody getting their little party favors together. And it's bing, bang, boom to the moon, my brother. I heard they selling meth in smoke shops now. That's crazy. Not meth, but you, you, you heard of um, that ass? I saw it on the Literally news. Are you being sarcastic? They said, Shut the fuck nah, up. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, all jokes aside, all jokes aside. They, I saw it on the news like two days ago. They popped a, a, a smoke shop. I think it was in the Bronx or in the Heights. I don't remember exactly. Yikes. And they said they had meth in that motherfucker. I'm like, meth? That's, that's, nigga, that's Wisconsin shit. Like, what we doing right now? No shade to Wisconsin, because I've never been there. It's bad. You know, um, you know, I wanted to talk to you about this, because then you bring it up. Well, we were talking about it anyway. So, you remember when we were shooting that video, and we was by the underpass, all the homeless people was there, and all that shit? Oh, yeah, that shit's still jinking. There's a whole bunch of your okay, buddies that's over what, there. That's that's what I wanted to ask you. Says, did the community get bigger? Not bigger. I, there... think, I, I think they just rotate. Because okay. I've been there several times afterwards, hey, after, hey, after hey, we oh, shot sorry, there. Sorry, for, sorry for, and for everybody who's asking, we're talking about, this is what, tur- not Turtle Bay area. What's that area called? Yeah, it's like Murray Hill, Turtle Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murray Hill. Right by, uh, right next to Forty Second Street, <coughs> on the east Fourth side, by the right, 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 right by the FDR Highway. So it's basically like it's basically like a mini fucking <coughs> what's that shit called from um from Cali? Matter of fact, uh, from Cali. Yeah, the the neighborhood that is all homeless people. Oh, you talking about Skid, Skid Row. Row? Skid Row, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the cre- nah, but it's not that serious. Like, there's not that many people there. Um, I think I on the west side is. I think on right. I think on the west side is worse. 
on the west side, I think is is they probably got something like that going on. But on the east side is pretty chill. Um, <clears throat> directly that area right there where you're talking about is, is actually called Tudor City. So anybody oh, yes, that Tudor looks, City, yes, 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 facts. Right, right. Anybody that looks in that in that like in a map towards that area, they're gonna see is Tudor City. <clears throat> a little fun fact about Tudor City is really close to the UN. So though, there's actually homeless people less than a five-minute walk from the UN. Think about that. Bro. Oh, yeah. With a view to it. That's they right there across the street. Literally, bro. And bro, Remember um, that guy we saw in the box? That nigga was dead. Like, he was for sure dead, bro. That was crazy because it was really cold, and he didn't have a lot of shit on, and he was literally laying down on the, the crates that's on the floor for the vapor to come up from the from on the ground. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the crates. And like, that's insane. They had, like, a little, like, a, yeah, a lot of smoke, bro. And they had, like, a little, like, a little fort, like, with the boxes and shit, you know what I'm talking about? They had, like, a little yeah. box. Yeah, man. That shit is wild as fuck. A little, a little fun fact about Tudor City. Um, If I you look at the spot. Say that again? I, I, no, my bad. I'm bad. My bad. Sorry to interrupt you. I said another fun fact. Another fun fact. That's a fact. Um, another another fun fact is um, they shot they a had, part of. Holy shit! Let me finish my statement. They shot part of Scarface there. Scarface. So if you, yeah. Oh yes, you see, yes, just, yes. What? Well, uh, no, yeah. No, now exactly you know. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, you know. Exactly. No. No kids, no kids, man. Yeah, no I told kids. you no fucking kids. When he said that, if you look in the background before that, though, when he's on the phone before that, before that scene, you could actually see. Yeah, they were literally in Tudor City. Yeah, he was on Tudor City. When I noticed, it was pretty wild because it was after our move. I'm like, oh, shit. That's I just saw that recently, crazy. too, and saw the connection. Like, I remember it was in New York, but... Uh, it was so long since I saw Scarface to that point. Like, not that I saw Scarface, because by that point, like, uh, I had saw, like, so I saw Scarface as a little kid, probably like, uh, like a 10 years old, not even, probably even younger than that, probably like an eight years old or some shit. And, um, obviously, the, at that point, I was living in St. Croix, I didn't know nothing about New York or nothing. Like, I know no landmarks or anything. So then when I saw it again, it was older. I remember, I obviously saw, like, like, like um, parts of it here and there. On, I caught on TV, you know, when you flip into channels and shit, probably on BET or MTV or some shit. But um, the, the next time, like, the, the first time, like, I can say as an adult that I really watched it, I was with Heck. And um, I was watching his career. I didn't. I didn't really remember any of the landmarks. Like I didn't put two and two together. But then when I saw it again just recently with my girl, I want to say like three months ago, or even maybe two months ago, I peeped the Tudor City shit and like, and I was like, wow, me and Mel was literally recording right there, like literally right, right there. Oh, when you when you saw it, when you saw it. I yeah, when mean. I saw it recently. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, it caught me off guard too. I'm like, what the fuck? Word. Like, I know yo, exactly homeless... what that's up. Yeah, but yo, the homeless situation is really crazy though, right? Like in uh, New York, everything. Like I'm not. It's not like how 
before. Like, like well, I'm saying, like, for me, I'm, I'm not in the city as much. Um, I am because I go to work every day, and I work in the city, and I have to travel through Manhattan. But I go, I'm on the train. But literally, bro, on the train, you just see the, the fumes. Like, um, yeah, bro, like, I literally, like, pay attention to my surroundings. Like, I know the fiends, bro. Like, I don't know them. Like, I don't contact with these fiends that I'm seeing on the train. But, like, I already, like, recognize them. Like, like oh, this is this one that I was about on this stop. Like, I remember, um, I want to say, like, last year, maybe a year and a half ago, um, I had people, I don't know if you know Spray. You know Spray, the graffiti artist? Uh, I know the I know the tag, yeah. Well, he like I I I know him type shit because he's from like around the way, or whatever. But anyway, um, he he had throw up a video and it was like some a fiend like on his back, bro. She was like, "Yo, I'll suck your dick." He was like, oh. "Nah." He was like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." And then he like, yo, you gonna use teeth? But then she's missing teeth, and I'm like, ah, oh, like yeah. Lordy. But but boom, so that happened. I saw the person. I'm like, wow, this is this fiend that I literally see every fucking day when I go to work, bro. Like literally, I see this fiend every day. She she be on the train. Even she might be dead by now, bro, because I haven't seen her in a minute. And she's 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 definitely from Queensbridge, bro. Like it was wild, like. I would see, like, after I saw that video, I would see her literally, like, every day for, like, eight months, and then, like, it'll be periods where, like, she won't be in the train station for that much. Like, I won't see her in the train station. Like, she was always on the train that I was on going to work, or I'll see her, like, let's say, um, she was sleeping in the train station. I, I, I get up on Queensbridge, so my, my job is around that area, and I'll see, um, Bro, she, I will see her. She'll, she'll be sleeping on the benches. And then, like, I'll get out of... Like, if I don't see her on a train, I'll see her sleeping on the benches. And then I'll see her, like, um, like by the time I get out of work. And she'll be, wow. you know, hustle, hustling or whatever, asking for money and shit. And then, like, you know, then you peep, like... Bro, it's so crazy. Like, you see, like... You can see, like, um people, like... um. Like, the process of being homeless, the toll it takes on them, like, and people just, like, it's crazy, like, if you just, like, like, people go on with their lives, and, like, if if, if they're not paying attention to their surroundings, they might go, like, uh, they might um, look over it or whatever, but it's crazy, bro, and then there was another one, so one that was way worse, than, not way worse than that, but um, an earlier homeless person that I was, uh, keeping my eye on, not keeping my eye on, but you know, like you, I just literally was seeing this nigga every fucking day. It was a nigga on the train. The first time I saw him, I remember, it was because he was so random. I, I could tell that like, he was drunk or some shit. You get it? Like, you know yeah. when you're on the train with somebody and you're like, yo, this nigga drunk. Like, he, he just looked like out of it. Like, he was on the train, he was sleeping. And then, bro, word to my mom, bro, ever since I saw him get off the train, we got off on the same stop. Ever since I saw him get off that stop, bro, I I saw him at that tra- at the train station by my house. Ever since, but like, I haven't seen him recently. But I, I swear to God, I saw him for like maybe like two years straight, nigga. Since since the pandemic, since twenty twenty, I saw that it's nigga every day. 
every day I'll see him there. Like, he'll be at Journal Square Station, just like Bob, either sleeping outside or like, um, or just uh, on, just sleeping outside or just up outside, bro, literally. And like, they all be there. And I want to say, I probably feel like, um, he probably stood out to me because I felt like the nigga not looked like me, but I feel like I saw a little myself in this nigga. Not not personality wise, but like just physical. Like, I right, this nigga looked like he could be Hispanic and black. You get it, or like a black Hispanic. Right. You get it, and you, I'm like, like you kind of you, know, you like, kind of re- you related I'm, to him real quick. Yeah, and then I'm like, yo, and then like he looked like he's got it, like he bug eyed nigga. He, Tech fat, when he when he was fat as shit, man. You get, I was just like, damn, this nigga, like, at the thing, and it, like, it was just stuck in my head, like, at the thing, like, this guy, I always see him. Like, what the fuck is his story? Like, and what's wanted, his fucking deal? Yeah, word. I wanted, to, I wanted to like chop it up with him. I'm like, nah, fuck that. That shit's mad random. Yeah, I know what you mean. You might have to drag him to a dark corner to have that conversation, my brother. I, I wouldn't want to be in a dark corner with that guy. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Nah, yeah, I, I know what you mean, though. It's it's pretty wild. Like, around me, in front of my building, literally, there's this one guy. He, that's like his job. No funny shit. From, let's say, sometimes he's there in the morning. He'll do like a morning shift. What you mean? Oh, like hey. you'll do, oh, like oh, you'll do yeah, like a... That. Like, you do, like, a 6.30 a.m. to, like, a fucking 12 o'clock. Just yeah. you know, on on the street asking for money. And his style is crazy because, like, one th- I, like living in New York or what, what, in any, like, city type of situation, there's always going to be homeless people. Yeah. If you watch them, if you watch them enough, you'll notice that it's different styles. You got the really passive ones. You got ones that don't even say nothing. You got really loud ones. You got really aggressive ones. This motherfucker is aggressive. Yo, but it was never like that. It was never like that until, like, uh, recently, bro, to the pandemic. It was never, like, homeless people like that. It would be... There's been homeless people everywhere all the time. But it wasn't, like... Bro, you'll see, like... It'll be more crackheads, like and like these crackheads actually had a place to stay. You get it? Yeah, type shit. I mean, it just it's look, levels up. Tourism, to tourism, like New York, not having a lot of tourists. Yeah, equals less money for the city. No funny shit. Definitely, in, a, a whole in, bunch of these people is people that lost their jobs, went crazy during the pandemic. For sure, but I'm saying drugs. I'm saying New for sure, but I'm saying New York in particular, since we yeah. lost that part of it. You know how many people, even though tourists is not coming tourists over here to get money, coming, even though tourists is not coming over over here to to give money away to homeless people, they're coming over here to spend money. You get it? They got their cash, they got their cards, everything. No funny shit. Once that stopped, when the pandemic hit. That's why you started seeing a lot of crazy shit. Because now a lot of crazy people don't got resources. And then they stopped they stop bails. 
So now people that's because people got a system, bro. There's people that will get locked up in the winter to have somewhere to sleep or somewhere to eat. You get it? So now if you yeah. if you taking away from that person that okay, I used to rob this store in Midtown every couple of months, and then I'll get locked up for a couple of months, but at least I don't gotta be outside. Now, since yeah. there's no bail, there's no this, there's no that. These motherfuckers is getting out in a couple of days, in a couple of weeks, in a couple of hours. So now we see in the that revolving door, we see in it way at a way bigger scale. You know what I'm trying to say? So now what they had to do, they had to do outreach programs. What kind of outreach programs? The type that when they see a homeless person or a crazy person on the street, and you a regular person, hello, hello, I can't hear you. Yeah, Mel, you still there? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Hello. Yo, Mel, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. Pause. Pause. Whatever you're saying right now. Can you hear me now? Hello? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes, he said what it. What about, <clears throat> about the outreach programs? Right. So there's like, now there's like different programs that, well, not different programs. One program that in particular that I heard about, excuse me, it's for crazy people, like mentally unstable people. And just, uh, I'm assuming some type of homeless people as well. So you get it? So now they're trying to like, that's part of like the defund the police part. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, okay, yeah. less police act action, less police interaction. That's the, and that's the, uh, the, the consequence of the, the result of the defund the police. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, because um, yeah, um, I definitely agree with that. There's other point. There's other shit to do with it, though. I don't feel like it's necessarily uh, your the beginning of your argument, not argument, but your point was um, that um, the tourism is a main factor of of why we have more homeless. But I feel like it's more so. No, nah, I didn't say that's the main factor. I said I, I said that's one of the that's one of the factors. Not main. Okay. Okay. I'm not even yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just, definitely. I just, saw, I, I, I'm just saying because I saw that from 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 how I was living my life. I'm like, damn, there's okay. no tourists, there's no tourists in New York, and this is happening. Apart from all the other shit, like people losing their their employment and right. losing their unemployment, you got to like. Ah, right, sure, yeah. So that's where problems. I wanted to go. Um, that's where I wanted to go. Cause so so I feel like. Me personally, like be doing delivery, like all that time, I feel like tourism didn't really go down because I was on the bike. Remember, I was going all over the city and all that. So um, I feel like t it wasn't tourism necessarily. I feel like it was because uh, a lot of people moved. A lot of move. A lot of people moved from New York. Companies closed down, so there was not a lot of people in the city. So like the regular people that was in the city. Um, just um, commuting and going to work, that went down. It probably went down, like, I want to say 80%. I don't know the full numbers, but I feel it was like an 80% decline. Like, people disappeared, bro. It was like, it was in March, people disappeared. And like, ever since then, that had a, its own ripple effect. And and we're just seeing the, the, uh, the fruits of that. But um, I'm with you. The homeless shit is crazy because, like, during that period, like, the whole pandemic, like, us, I don't know about you, like, I was really, like, you know, 
I was I was outside, bro. I was like still literally going to work, nigga. I was doing delivery and shit. That was that was considered an essential worker at that time, and um, I was going to work outside. I was outside every day, nigga. I was seeing shit. I literally saw like I was even documenting like I would take pictures of like World Trade Center, bro, and there'll be nobody out there. I'll put my bike like fifty feet away and take a picture of it. And there's nobody in sight. There's my bike standing up on its own or some shit random. You get it? It'll just be an empty place. Um, yeah. Yeah, because tra- New York train. is usually full of tourists, bro. Yeah. But it, it wasn't the tour. That's why I want to say it wasn't the tourists because tours are still coming. It'll be ra- I'll, You'll see the random European tourists. Then let's say, like, definitely a lot of tourism went away. But you saw, like, the little pockets of, like, me being out there, I, I definitely saw there was still tourists. It didn't go away completely. It definitely decreased. I want to say if it was at 100 before the pandemic, it went down to like a 25, 30. Because there were still people in the cities coming out. You'll see like the random Europeans. You know, it'd be them little random Europeans that just come over, see the city, don't know nothing, 42nd Street walking around. Yeah. But then, but then that shit, but then, but then that, like, that vacuum of people, like, gave, gave rise to, like, um, basically, like, the old New York coming back, like, uh, like, the, the filthiness of, like, 42nd Street. You get it? Like, um, right. all the filth of that area of downtown being, like, downtown, nigga, niggas getting money down here, like, you saw all that around, like niggas was selling drugs, open air, all that. You see crazy homeless people all over. And it'll be young people, bro. Like it'll be young people just and then and then I I would think to myself, like, yo, bro, like this this fucking guy is like a regular person, bro. And and he's just he's just out of it, bro. He's a young fucking twenty six year old man and he's just down on his butt, probably lost his job from Nebraska, some shit. Black nigga. Down on his luck. Got homeless, had a mental break. And now it's just like, what the fuck? This is his life now. He's a homeless man downtown. Running around in a diaper. In a diaper? Yeah. Not, I'm just saying, you know. Oh. Cause it, bro, I saw crazy shit during the pandemic. It was so much shit that it was just like I can't even remember from the top of my head. Forty, thirty fourth Street, not thirty. Yeah, it's thirty fourth Street. Yeah, Penn Station, Penn Station, bro. Oh, don't forget about it, man. Some wild over there. Some wild shit was going down over there outside. Forty second Street outside, everywhere. Nigga, it got so real. You didn't peep, like, um, and 42nd Street, there was, um, like, gangs. Like, there was, like, basically, like, having their own areas and, like, taking control of shit. Like, niggas couldn't fucking, like, no content creators could pull up. What? Like, they had, yeah, like, they had to check in. Content creators had to check in. Like, if you're doing a video on 42nd Street, like, somebody would pull up on you, like, yo. What you doing over here? Nah, this my block. I gotta tap in with me. Da, 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 before we are doing any content over here. 
They got rid of it like that. Because that's a new commodity, so niggas be sticking that up. That's some wild shit. I ain't never heard of that before. Now, you didn't see that? There was some videos on that. I saw a couple of videos go viral like that. Nah. Not for the pressing motherfuckers while they're trying to get content in public. Nah, so yeah, that was shit. happening, bro. 42nd Street was crazy. He's wicked. You can't go. You you can't go to Forty Second Street. You gonna see these niggas outside. Like there was always the niggas, like the niggas selling the CDs and the bud and all that. Then they had the Africans, and then the and then there's even random people like car we wouldn't even know because that's not even our demographic. You get it? That's posted up out there. But oh, um, shoot. not yet. But I wanted to ask. Oh, so I, so. Um, touching back on you people, I saw it. I saw you people, man. And guess what I thought? What's that? I can't hear you. Hello? What's that? <clears throat> yep. Yep. Yeah. You said yeah, you saw so- you people? Yeah, I saw you people, and it was, uh, I'm not even going to lie. It was, I try to put, like, anything that I heard about it out of my head and just go into it just regular. But me on the regular, I already go and judge and shit. So, it was cringe. It was, like, it had a slow start. I feel like um, it was definitely rushed, poorly written. And Jonah Hill, it took a long time for his character to go for me, but it was just like, ah. I don't want to say he did a bad job, but it was just like, bro, like, why do you seem like you're just reading a script? <laughs> like, yeah. literally. <clears throat> there was a lot of parts that seemed forced. Oh, dude, especially in the beginning. Like, it took a long time. Like, I feel like this... Movie was um literally shot chronologically. You get it? Like from start to begin to end. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why you some reason? Why you say that? Because of the I felt like the the soft entrance. It was just like so, so like uh why like why this so monotone like no emotion like. <laughs> Oh, when he was in the when he was at the at the synagogue or the temple, wherever he was at, he was just like, "Hey, uh, I don't want to. I don't feel right with you uh, asking me to go to the bathroom and see my dick." Like, what? That's not all right. Like, what? It, it just seems so like cliche and like, like fucking like just like he was. Just, it felt like he was reading it off a fucking monitor, nigga. Like that shit was on a teleprompter. Yeah, definitely didn't have that that like it, it felt that Saturday feel. Saturday night livey kind of like you gotta like like I'm just yeah. reading this and we're making jokes. But uh I right, so I liked Eddie. When Eddie Eddie came in strong, for me he came in strong. His his first scene was strong, but then it kinda got corny. It got corny because of the context. Like that's why I go back to the poorly written shit. Like the context that Eddie had to work with. 
he did a great job, but it was just like, bro, these niggas is going to a barber shop. Like, you gotta, like, eat mad corn and shit. And he's setting him up to get fucking... Press. Gang, gang, gang banged on. Yeah, bro. Like, bro, like, all black culture, all all of that shit is not fucking gangbang shit. Like, this, uh, there's a million black people that don't even fucking have any know-with-all of any of that. Like, they, they don't have any, um, like, that's not even part of their regular day life. Like, for that, like, for you to just put that in the movie, like, oh, yeah, like, like, it was like, um, I was just mad at it because I felt like it was representative like um bad stereotypes like um like a successful black man is a is a guy from the hood who who hates white people that's the only way he can be successful in a way i don't want to i don't want to go all the way out there and say that was the theme but i feel like Eddie murphy's character like like um all right boom like for example we didn't know what either parents' occupations were, but we knew that we somewhat knew that Eddie Murphy had money. We definitely knew that Elaine and, and the guy from that show had money. Right? Right. But for some reason, I feel like um Like, there wasn't enough emphasis on Eddie Murphy's career, even though we, we talk about a romantic comedy, they never really expressing, like, the parents' full backstory or whatever. It's all about the main shit. It's about the conflict, the resolution, and we're married. Good. But, um, I don't know. I just felt like the, the movie felt real flat to me. Yeah, it definitely wasn't anything out of the world, out of this world, out of the, the ordinary. The Kofi shit, I ain't gonna lie, the Kofi shit, bro, going back to that subliminal messages shit, definitely. There's no way around it. <clears throat> bro, around they burnt about be, it being subliminal messaging. They burned the Kofi that he got from the Minister Farrakhan. Keep the Minister out of this. Why is he even involved in this? Yeah, they bound to get hurt you know, with fire. Not even that. It's just like what? Like I like now we just go into like um stereotypical like not even stereotypical stereotypical shit. So boom, this is my whole thing with conspiracy theory not conspiracy theory shit, but like kinda in the sense of um I feel like whenever there's ideas being put out that are powerful the powers that be or whoever it may be, they create this narrative or create this scapegoat to say, oh, you thinking like this nigga? Or you thinking like, or you support that guy? This psychopath or this, this person that, that does this and that, that, that? You get it? Like they always throw this person. They, in, a good, in every good um, effort, they, they always somehow have this one person that is can always be pointing at and say, oh, but that person is involved with that. He's a piece of shit. Or not a piece of shit, because I don't want to say the... 
I'm never uh, saying that the minister is a piece of shit or anything like that. But a person that they could say, they could blame and say, oh, this guy's a bad guy. So in the in the movie, and uh, you people, the Kufi, the whole reason of the Kufi, they asked him about his Kufi. He said, oh, I got this Kufi from the minister Farrakhan, blah, 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 blah. And they like, what? You fuck with Minister Farrakhan? Da, da, da. It was already a red flag. Like, oh, I don't know about him. All I know, and and then she admitted, like, oh, I don't know about him. All I know about him is what he said about Jewish people. And then, like, from that alone, you could see, like, this person is just going off of ideas that were pushed. Like, there was a narrative pushed out. They made a look into it, but they definitely have not looked into it for uh, fully to do full research. So it's like a, a jaded view. And it's like, I want to say, I wanna, going back to the subliminal messaging, it's just, it's just like, it was so like cliche, like, oh, Jewish people are like uh, the nation of Islam because they talk about Jewish people. They said some bad, he said some bad things about Jewish people. Even though I feel like this shit is never even really fully about that. Like that'd be like a, Whenever, whenever I saw the um, me listening to um, Farrakhan or whatever, I've, I haven't done a lot of research on him, granted. But whenever he mentioned anything about Jewish people, bro, it was literally like this specific person that I know that was in control of this such group. You get it? Yeah. So it's like um, I always feel like there's always a group or a person to be pointed at to just dismiss um, all other, uh, that that um, that organization's actual cause. Cause it's like, yo, you believe in this, but that nigga's a, uh-uh, you get it? So I felt like, um, I felt like this scene in this movie was used to kind of like highlight that, that whole uh, Kyrie, Kanye shit. You know, and and, it, and also like the uh, Farrakhan shit and all that. What is that, bro? You pouring water? I'm pouring up. Okay. Not yet. But how you felt about what that you scene? Know? Not yet, because it was just like, it just felt so like, oh. And then they end up burning the kufi. So it's like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, they went up for it, man. They literally went for it. It's like, all right, we're gonna burn whatever you you uh, you you revere, and then, and then like so. Another theme in the movie was like this tone deaf shit. So then like you saw it in the in the mother and the son also, because then it was true like um kind of like uh, Mr. Diddy, if you saw by the um. It was kind of towards the climax of the movie, right before they broke up when they was chopping it up and then uh, they were complaining about the dinner. Like, oh, she's telling him like, yo, they burned my father's kufi, da 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 And he's like, oh, your dad's not even like Muslim like that. Like, what the fuck? Uh, like, uh, basically like tone deaf shit. Like, bro, like not, like being insensitive to other people's shit. And I just feel like that's kind of a narrative like that's um that is actually like that's actually kind of like the dynamics of 
culture and not culture but like a society as we live in nowadays in a sense because like there is that uh cultural difference between people like oh we're sensitive to this topic this this topic is sensitive in our culture we 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 whenever this is mentioned like we take it serious but somebody else they might not take that topic serious or whatever you get it so it was like yeah like the belittling the belittling of this nigga's um religious beliefs because he just became a uh, muslim or whatever you get it it's just like it's fun it's just weird it was just um it was a bit because so i'll give the movie a seven me i give it a seven out of a hundred? No, out of ten. Uh, out of ten, maybe a six point five. But I give it a seven because there were there was definitely moments where I laughed, but uh, there was a lot of moments where it's just like, ah, oh, that's a cliche joke. Like that's a corny joke. It was, oh, you're really going out there. It was a lot of shit that was just out there. Like not enough thought put into it. Like it was just like uh. For example, what else? Um, well, the the chicken and waffle shit. The the it was a lot of shit that was just there. Like it was just like corny. And, like I I literally felt like Jonah Hill was literally reading off a teleprompter. Like that shit was so bad to me. And I fuck with Jonah Hill all day. Yeah, nah, I'm I'm with you, man. There was those. And just like that, guys, it's been no funny shit. NFS. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Leave some comments. Share this to your friend, to your friend groups. Get us everywhere. Help us. And uh, make sure you go f- uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's Spanish to English on YouTube. On that channel, I give Spanish translations and reactions to Spanish Spanish songs in the pop culture, different songs, bachata, merengue, uh, dembow, all type of different genres of Spanish music. Give you a little bit of context of what they're saying in those songs and all that. Uh, make sure to follow me on Instagram at S-U-N-N-Y dot nycc on instagram that's sunny dot nycc make sure you follow new york city cartel on instagram that's n-e-w-y-o-r-k-c-i-t-y-c-a-r-t-e-l on instagram that's new york city cartel make sure you follow our sponsor merchants and culture that's m-e-r-c-h-a-n-t-s-n-c-u-l-t-u-r-e at instagram.com go on Go support black business, man. And just like that, man, I'm out of here. Peace.